Treat dad to the good stuff at Nordstrom Rack and save big. Father's Day is Sunday, June 16th, and Nordstrom Rack's got gifts dad will love up to 60% off. Shirts, activewear, watches, cologne, denim, and more. Find amazing deals on Tommy Bahama, Cole Haan, Original Penguin, and Vince. Great brands, great prices. So get to your Nordstrom Rack store now and make dad's day with gifts up to 60% off. And welcome back. It's peanut buttery, it's chocolatey, it's the flavor merger America craved. That's right, the Peanut Butter Group and Chocolatey Corp have become one. With Chocolatey Corp bringing indulgence to the table and peanut butter's eat-anytime ability, it's easy to see how their Jif peanut butter and chocolate-flavored spread will revolutionize snacking. One stock trader even told me, and I quote, Normally I just buy and sell, but this I'm going to eat. Experience the Jif PBC hype today. It is 2020. You are cruising into the new year. New look, new bra, new breakfast, new all the things that we pitch to you on this show. I'm Eliza. This is Ask Eliza Anything. For a second, I was like, what is You said it, it unsure. I was for a second because I almost said the old podcast. With me, as always, is my stalwart, wartfield companion, Emily. And we got Hot Scotty number one in the booth. Hot Scotty number one. Number one, Hot Scotty. Hot Scotty number two. Number two, Hot Scotty. Hi, guys. People are going to be so relieved that Scott's back. He's back. You guys, you got a lot of questions. We're going to start you off right. Start you off true in 2020. So let's get to the questions that make your world go round and round. Kick it. Brittany Priest. Hello. I'm getting married in a month. This would have happened several years ago. Uh, we won't Several be... years ago? No, but we're, we're getting into your backlog of hey, questions. don't start this episode with, you sound like a turtle. Brittany Priest. <laughs> Put some pep in your step. No, dump li- <laughs> in your rump. Your yurtle the turtle voice. We're yeah. bringing that back. This is for our early 2000s. Remember how he sounded listeners. in a book? <laughs> Talk like like a radio person. Brandy Price. That was just loud. That was good. Hello. Was I'm good. getting married in a month. We won't be moving in together until after we're married. Do you have mm-hmm. any advice for mm-hmm. living together? Was there anything that surprised you the first time you lived with Smokey Husky? Some context. I'm 30 and he's 35. Neither of us have lived with a significant other and we've been together for about two years. Well, maybe you're already living together. I don't They're know. Probably already living together. But also you should have lived together before. Oh, wait. What'd you just say? We've lived together, what, for two years? We've been together for two, about two years. <clears throat> Should have done it already. You want to see if you're going to buy that cow, if that cow's got bad hygiene in the bathroom habits. Uh, No, I didn't have any problems. I find that the men that I tend to date and or the one that I married are low maintenance. My husband owns a shirt. The guy's got two pairs of shoes for his giant feet. And the rest of the house is mine. So, like, that's not even a stereotype. Like, oh, I get a corner and she gets the whole closet. Girls have more stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope he's clean. But the truth is, the girls are the dirty ones. So watch out. Check in with him. Be like, hey, am I a lady pig? Let me know. Because I'm a little piggy. I was saying yesterday, I was like, it's amazing how the maid comes and the house goes from immaculate to, like, oh, a little cluttered to what happened. Did a bomb go off? And then she comes the next day and the cycle starts again. So make sh- I don't know, I guess make sure that you're not the piglet. But mm. I also, I wouldn't stand for, like, if he, like, leaves dishes in the sink, I'd be like, hey, I'm not your house mom. This isn't a frat. Put your dishes away. But you- you've already started living together. So yeah. Way to start it out with a dope note, Emily. I, it's, here's the thing. Somebody else is wondering the same thing. When it comes to living together, you know, people love to act like they're such loners. This is not you. Uh, but people love to be like, I like animals, not people. It's very human to cohabitate with another human. Um, And it's totally okay to be alone. But just remember, it's not about anything other than respect when you live with someone else. Respecting their space, their habits, and them respecting you. That's what it comes down to. So remember that in the way that you treat your things around them. Mm. That being said, my 
Shit is everywhere. That's right. I miss the toilet frequently. Oh. Can't confirm. I live with a woman, too, and yeah. <laughs> Splatters. Fans are going to be so mad now that you live with a woman. I, you know what I do? In the middle of the night, because m- women pee more than men. Oh, how can you assume gender urinary patterns? Uh... I pee in the middle of the night and I don't flush it because I think it makes, you know, a noise and I don't know if he's sleeping. So I save up all my pee in the night and then I flush in the morning. Uh-huh. Uh, that being said, if I ever walked in and all of his pee was in the toilet, I would leave. But I save up that pee so I'm not wasting flushes in the night and mm-hmm. waking anyone up. But I don't want to see his pee because boy pee is gross. Hmm. Boys are gross. It's a chivalrous move. <laughs> I'm a chivalrous lady. Save up your pee, save water. Go on. Camiga Riadriel. Hey, Eliza. Big fan from Buenos Aires. Oh, hola. (laughs) I'm a freelance translator, and even though my portfolio is much bigger than when I first started, I tend to freak out on downtime. My brain knows there's always a new project coming, but I can't seem to stop worrying on the days I don't get any, and I've been getting awful migraines lately. Any advice on how to chill on those days? Oh, I totally get it. I totally get it because I live—that's how my career is. Like, there are days—I talk about this frequently—like, the phone just doesn't ring. And while it used to drive me crazy, but the truth is, oftentimes, there is nothing you can do. If you've truly—you've sent out all your resumes, you've made all your connections, all your follow-up phone calls, all your phone calls, You've if you've done everything in your power— You have to let the universe do its work, especially if you have evidence that the work keeps replenishing itself. You've got – I remember years ago I was dating another comic. This would have been like 10 years ago. I can't believe I'm old enough that I can even say 10 years ago and I wasn't like one. And I was stressed about some shit, some bullshit, and he was like, sometimes all you can do is go to the pool. And I remember thinking like, easy for you to say. You've got work. I don't know what's going on. But – and we, we went to the pool. Uh, at the Roosevelt um, because our friend worked there so it was free and I got like a banana smoothie. But I remember him saying that from like the sage wisdom of being older than me and it took me years to wrap my mind around it. Sometimes all you can do is just go focus on yourself and relax and you should relish those opportunities because there will be days where you're so busy you can't see straight and then you'll be just like begging for a break. So take those days. It is – I'm giving you the permission. It's okay and I struggle with this too. To say, you know what, I'm just going to watch two full seasons of The Crown and not take off my pajamas today. It's okay. We are not designed to work full speed all day, every day, forever. You have to earn You earn those breaks so that your body can reset. There are days where I'm like, oh my god, I should be writing, I should be doing something else. Sometimes my brain just needs to sort of spiral out and just spin and be un- un- unproductive. So just do it. You might want to try meditating. If you're getting migraines, though, that sounds more clinical. But you got to give yourself a break. Otherwise, you'll make yourself sick and you might die. Oh, God. You might. Muerto. Muerto. Happy New Year. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Feliz Nuevo Año. Año Nuevo. Oops. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Is it too early to say that 2024 is going by quickly? When life goes so fast, I mean, even faster when you have kids, it's important to take a moment to celebrate your wins and make adjustments for the rest of the year. And therapy can help you take stock of your progress and set achievable goals for the next six months. I think one of the hardest things to do is to genuinely be proud of what you've done, right? Glass half full kind of stuff, because it's honestly a lot more fun to beat yourself up about why the glass is half empty or totally shattered. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I've started therapy. Ever since I had my second baby, I started therapy, and it's just nice to have someone to talk to. You can't always write in to ask Eliza anything because we won't always see your questions. BetterHelp is entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. No one's going to ask you any questions. Take a moment, visit betterhelp.com slash Eliza today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Eliza. When you ask someone what language they took in school, usually it's like with an eye roll. They're like, "Mm, French. It's like, do you speak French? No, I don't use it. I feel like a lot of us had difficulties learning a language in school. Rosetta Stone is here to change that. It's available on desktop and it can be used as an app on your phone or your tablet. Rosetta Stone are trusted experts for more than 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with an intuitive process and you can pick up any language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. 
Plus, with Rosetta Stone's True Accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. That's right. You might even fool some locals into thinking you're one of them. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. I headed to Mexico City for a little vacation, and I used Rosetta Stone to brush up on my Spanish. Just a few things, a few verbs that I knew I had forgotten, and I was better. Mejor. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Ask Eliza Anything listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash Eliza. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash Eliza today. What do you think of when you think of spring cleaning? Do you think of throwing out a bunch of old stuff? Do you think of putting some sweaters away for next year? Do you think about changing your sheets? Well, you should. Because you don't want to be sleeping in the same heavy sheets you had all winter. You want something soft. You want something breathable. You want Bowl and Branch signature sheets because they're the perfect way to upgrade your sleep and they're designed to feel incredible for all sleepers. They're made with the finest 100% organic cotton and these sheets feel buttery soft yet super breathable and they're the perfect thing to get you ready for summer. I got a set of washed linen sheets from Bowl and Branch. I also got the washed linen duvet cover and it is so soft. It feels like I've been living in it even though I just pulled it out of the package. Bowling Branch's sheets are free from toxins like synthetic pesticides, formaldehyde, and other harsh chemicals commonly found in sheets. You don't want to be sleeping on that. They have a 30-night worry-free guarantee, which means you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them for any reason, you can send them right back with free returns on all U.S. orders. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowling Branch. Go to BowlingBranch.com slash Eliza for 15% off your first set of sheets, plus free shipping. That's Bowling Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, Branch.com slash Eliza for 15% off. Exclusion supply. See site for details. Yeah, move on. Well, she's Anonymous. a translator. She'll understand. She'll understand. Hey, Eliza. Wednesdays are my favorite day thanks to your podcast. Uh, Lunes, martes, miércoles. You're amazing. Oh, pronounced in the Stacy voice. Mm. And I come to your shows with a comedy store in Hollywood improv as much as I can. What? My, that was you. <laughs> my question is, I live in a small eight-unit apartment building in L.A. She's my, like, I live in all eight units. <laughs> my husband and I have lived here for five years. We love our apartment. It's one of those buildings that's very close to the next building. It feels like you can almost reach out. Oh, I, I read that like LA? that was the positive part. It's not. It feels oh. like you can almost reach out and touch the next building through the window. Yeah, I was like, what's wrong with this person? No, okay. that's not positive. They love their apartment. We've got but an air also- conditioning unit in the window. It doesn't work. We love it. Our newish neighbors, a couple in the next building, have a bathroom window that looks into our kitchen. They frequently sit at the window smoking cigarettes and weed. The smell fills our apartment, and it's creepy AF oh. that they sit there staring into our apartment, ten feet away, smoking. Not to mention it's illegal for them to smoke that close to someone's home and probably against the rules of their building. I'm super introverted. I do not know how to deal with this. My landlord does not know their landlord. Help. Ooh. Uh, the fact that your landlord doesn't know their landlord is irrelevant. Make him know their landlord. Sort You're paying. Yeah. You are paying rent, and with that comes certain rights. I don't know if that is illegal, to be honest. I, I don't know. You know, I'm sure it's legal to smoke in your own home. But I would look up the law to that, and then I would reach out to that landlord. Yeah. Or make it your landlord's problem. Or say something to them. Now, is it like a pack of mongrel teenagers? Like, you don't know who you're dealing with. Most people were raised by fucking wolves and don't understand manners and don't understand living in an urban environment, like, close to people. That's why we have so many bad drivers in L.A. People just come from corners of Shitsville all over, and they're like, well, I've never driven a car where a person is. Watch out! Or they come from places where they don't need to drive cars. Anyways, the point is, um, I would take every measure that's th- through the proper channels. Uh, Ask them to smoke out a different window. <laughs> just be like, you guys, please. Like we can smell it, and it, it's making me really sick. And there'll probably be dicks about it. They're but in the toilet smoking. It's, it's well, also these people weird. are in their kitchen. It's weird. Yeah, I'd be like, it's wafting into our kitchen. It's also strange that, like, they're choosing to smoke out of a specific window, which makes me feel like they know they're not allowed to do it. Right. I have a very rude neighbor, but he even will go smoke, like, kind of a little bit away from the building. <laughs> yeah, I would. I doubt they're smoking allowed in that building. Most Usually you have to be X number of feet away. Yeah, I would get in touch with your landlord, uh, and I would give your landlord, because it's not hard to find their landlord's number. I don't get- know how easy that is. Just aim a fan out of your kitchen back into their back window. I would have your landlord just be like, you need to reach out. This is violating my rights as a tenant. Yeah. 
uh, and make it their problem. Right. It's I appreciate not that habitable. you're an introvert, but like these are your rights. These are your lungs. You know. Yeah. Have or just say something to them, but they'll probably still do it. They sound like monsters. That's the thing is you never know when someone's going to flip. Uh, I'm pretty sure landlord information is like posted in the lobby. Yeah. I don't know why you're looking at me There's like that. There's not a – my building doesn't have a lobby. Uh, Fine. In the foyer, foyer, in the – No, there's no information there about is, by my... the mailboxes. No. There's property – shut up. I'm there's telling property you about information. I live in an apartment in L.A. Okay. Well, they sound like they live in a cooler apartment. <laughs> you live in Burbank, so it's different. Go – just go do a little investigating. Should they talk to these other people first or go through the landlord first? My husband would say, you just try talking to them, whatever. But these people, we have nothing to fear but fear itself. And sometimes we dehumanize our enemy. Like, oh, they're just looking at us with their beady eyes. Try, you know what? Give it a try. Yeah. Be like, hey, it wafts into our kitchen. It's really unpleasant. Like, maybe when they're on their toilet, you open your window and you go, hey. Yeah, you start off with some strong eye contact while they're taking a morning dump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll get, you'll get some results. And you know what I found as I've gotten older? Not mitigating your speech. Just being direct. Talk to him like a man. Hey, you guys, your cigarette smoke is blowing into our kitchen. We'd really appreciate it. You know, you be nice about it, yeah. but be firm. Don't mince words. Just, you know, and if they're dicks about it, then take it to the next level. But yeah. the fact that you're an introvert, you got to draw the line somewhere. Yeah. Or you're going to be an introvert that dies of lung of secondary smoke lung cancer. Okay. My omelet tastes like spliff, guys. What's up? <laughs> spliff. What's up, fellas? <laughs> Anonymous, how do you deal with people who repeatedly tell you the same stories? My sister is especially bad at this. On our last lunch date, she told the same anecdote twice in the space of two hours. Is it acceptable to interrupt and say, hey, I've heard this one before without yes. insulting them and killing the conversation? I'm tired of having to laugh politely. When you said, how do you deal with people who tell the same stories? I was like, look, we all have mothers. <laughs> uh, I tell the same stories all the time, but I don't think there's anything wrong with saying you've told me this. Uh, twice in the same conversation? That's a good opportunity. Twice yeah. in the same conversation. And you can like, laugh. Be like, you told me this. You know, like, make it a funny thing. How how do you feel about being like, oh, yeah, where that guy does this there thing? There you go. Is that a little more? Hunter Hill, and I hope he hears this, uh, <laughs> always, always cuts me off thinking he knows what I'm going to say. <laughs> and he is almost never right. And yeah. I take every opportunity to be like, no. And now, you know what happens when you cut me off and you guess the rest of my story? You don't get the rest of the story. You cut me off thinking, you know what I'm saying? I'm not telling you the rest of that gem. You're going to miss out. I'm sure he's crying at uh, home. I like Emily's suggestion for once. I like, <laughs> oh, the one where you did it. She'd be like, how did you know? And that's yeah. when you say, because I'm psychic. Watch <laughs> out. Uh, it's perfectly okay to say it. Look, if it's your 90-year-old grandma, whatever. But yeah. it's okay. Some people, it doesn't matter. Like, your mother will tell you the same stories over and over in your life and, you know, just enjoy the time you have. But, yeah. you know. With, with friends, I'm a repeater and I prefer uh, being, like, the person being like, oh, yeah, this happened. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, cool. I've definitely had people be like, you told me this and, like, laugh. Oh. And then I laugh at, like, oh, I can't remember that I told you that. I don't so, like that. That well, would make me sad. <laughs> they don't. To get offended at it. Is that my T-shirt? You gave it to me. Okay. <laughs> okay, but I won't. I can't find mine. I don't know what to tell you. Mm. Do you want this one back? No. <laughs> smells like candy and popcorn. I need you to cinnamon. watch Parasite. Okay, moving on. It's related okay, to this. It for it's related podcast. to this. Okay. 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 Anonymous. Anonymous. <laughs> Is it cool to stay friends with the person that your best friend broke up with? Now, I think the person asking this was a man. Okay, I don't so know if that changes your... Um, who wants to be friends with a chick that his other dude friend broke up with. I believe. Go on. I'll listen for context. That's the clues. question. That's the oh, question. that's it. So we can answer it both ways. Is it cool to be friends with someone that your friend broke up with? I think it depends on the context of the breakup. A thousand percent. Is it yeah. a divorce? In which case, Was maybe the person beating them. Yeah, it depends how long they were friends. It depends on what your intention is. Do you really just want to be friends? Were you all friends before? The answer is then it's okay. This idea of like picking sides is so juvenile. Um, let's say it's a normal dating situation where you became friendly because your friend was dating that person mm -hmm. and they broke up. Yes, I say it is. If the person didn't do something horrific, and when I say horrific, we're talking like Me Too style. You know, we're not talking like, yeah, they just broke up over ticks, whatever. Mm -hmm. It is a little bit of a slap in the face to your friend. 
But women tend to care about that more than men. Like when a girl breaks up with a guy, like how are you still friends with him? Uh, if you know, but depends on what your friendship's based on. It mm-hmm. just depends. But this absolute like, no, you have to be so loyal. Like we're all allowed to make decisions for ourselves. I mean, I've had friends who had really shitty friends that have done shitty things. And I'm like, hey, your friend's a piece of shit. They're like, yeah, but he's my buddy. So. Yeah. But I'm the headliner now. So. Uh, yeah, so it really depends. Okay. Yeah. Suss it out. Yeah, if your friend's like, I still love that person, how can you hang out with them? That's a little right. weird. Right, or she like... Also, like, why is this friendship so important? Is it the only person you can talk about paleontology with? Right. So, yeah. more context. Poor... The one time we don't get context. Paleontology. I was just thinking of, like, a hobby that's, like, like, no one else wants to talk about that. Is it Ross Geller? Is it Ross Geller? We were on a break. I'll we fight people friends. about that. I still... You st- What is your verdict? Okay. They were on a break, but he literally slept with that copy girl that night, and that's not cool, regardless of their stat. Like, she was like, oh, I think we should be. And then immediately, like, he already had a girl lined up. That's shady. Yeah, Ross is the worst. I he was the you. worst. I liked Rachel and Joey together. But Rachel was also kind of a bitch. And Rachel and Joey are just two idiots. No, she's not dumb. And here's she the thing. She is dumb. No, she's not. And I watched the show. What? When it came out, like as a kid, and I, my favorite character was Monica. But rewatching it later, no one's Rachel was so funny. Well, when you're a kid, Monica is very funny. Cause she's like, I gotta clean. Right. And then rewatching as an adult and like, getting the jokes, Rachel is very funny. Rachel is very funny, but she's not smart. She's smart in certain ways. She's great at business at her fashion she's jobs. Not. Yes, no, she's fine. She's good at she's business. Fine. Yeah, she's not. And you don't know because that's not what the show's about. You know Mindy was Jennifer Grey, or one of the versions of Mindy. There, I think two actresses played Mindy. Moving on. <laughs> Don't care. Anonymous. Hey, Eliza. I really need some advice. I'll give you some context. So, my grandma is about 85. She had two sons, my dad and my uncle, who both have families. I'm the youngest grandchild at 19. I just found out that my grandma has been telling my aunt that she's worried about me not having enough money to live on at university. She said that she's been sending me little bits of money to keep me going, but this is a complete lie. I certainly have enough money to live on as my parents pay my rent, and my grandma has definitely not been sending me money. I feel like she's trying to insinuate that my parents don't look after me. Turns out she has a history of doing things like this, telling one family one thing and the other a different thing. Seems innocent, but lies like that can really change people's perceptions of each other. I don't know whether to confront her about this manipulative behavior and risk animosity or just let it lie. Really love the podcast. Love to you all. X. Well, you're British. Yeah. So. Okay. And it's different. It's real tight lip, stiff upper lip. <laughs> don't cause a stir. Um, can I be honest? Yeah. I would let it lie and just make sure the other relatives know that, oh, Nana's a little crazy. Yeah. Because confronting someone of that age, it kind of doesn't matter. Like, that's what she's been doing. And you're not going to really get anything out of it mm-hmm. other than her being like, oh, she'll endeavor to never lie, never tell a false truth again, and then she'll do it. Um, so I, I appreciate, like, her heart's in the right place. Part of me would just, since it's your grandma, not your mother, let it lie. If the, Now, if those relatives really don't believe you and they feel like they think you're kind of like a piece yeah. of shit— then maybe do it. Yeah. Personally, what I would do yeah. is probably just call it out at a family event. Yeah. Be like, cards on the table, Nana. Thumbs up, seven up. Right. I guess it depends when it comes like, like if you're with the other family, the the other, and they're like, oh, yeah, we heard grandma's sending you money. You'd be like, mm, no. Yeah. yeah. There's not- an opportunity for you all to be on the same side and be like, oh, grandma's lying. Yeah. Uh, if everybody's super lucid, like if she's an active, normal person, then maybe uh-huh. she should be called to task. It depends on what kind of family you have. It depends on what the rest of the family is thinking about you. Uh, have your parents step in. Why don't your dad confront Nana and be like, you need to I'm the dad could confront as like I'm actually I'm making sure that she's okay. Yeah. I don't like the implication that that I'm it's, not looking after. Oh, it sounds him or like her. it's more know. about your parents than it is you. Yeah, it sounds like she's got some kind of thing. There's something going on there, so you might want to ask your dad because it's his mom. Should you be like, hey, do you have the wrong address? I hear I've been supposed to be getting some checks. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> she's a deadbeat <laughs> nana. Deadbeat, deadbeat nana. nana. I swear I paid my grandparents' support, my grandkids' support. She might be setting you up for a tax deduction. <laughs> Nana's running That's a really scam. Funny. Nana's laundering her money through her family. 
You're a tax shelter for Nana. <laughs> None of us yeah. know what these things do. <laughs> no, I have no idea, but that would be fun. Yeah. You're just a line on a form. Talk to your dad. Scheme. Like, it's your mom. Put your mama in check. That's <laughs> your mama. Anonymous. Okay, Eliza and Emily. IDK about okay. you. But as a woman in her 30s, a bunch of my friends are having babies and, of course, want to show me a bunch of pictures. This question is a two-parter. One, is there a kind way to tell your friend, I'm happy for you, but please know more? Two, what do you do when you just don't want to hold the baby? I feel pressure at social gathering to want to just scoop up the little baby, and somehow I'm a bad woman if I don't. Mm. Just a little background. I have four friends who all gave birth in the past three months, most of them to their first child. Uh, I have school-age kids, so I totally get the excitement, but at the same time— Oh, you have kids. I'm just over the baby part of my journey. Oh, that's a horse of a way different color. First of all, you already had the kids. So this label, the bad woman thing, when you said that, I was like, oh, I get that. If you haven't had kids, you don't want... But you've already had kids. Not that one's better than the other. Like, you are so entitled to be done. Especially if you went through it and you're like, I don't need to do this again. You know what? Oh, I'm not feeling well. I don't want to pass it on to the baby. Yeah. You know, by the way, nobody is peer pro- That's weird to be like, you need to hold the baby. You're like, I've already held babies. That's where typically you need to hold the baby is like something you do to someone that doesn't have one. Like, oh, here's this experience. Yeah. You are well within your rights to do that. I would think back and wonder, did you show a lot of pictures of your kids mm. when they were born? You know, people, I even find myself with Blanche, sorry, Tofu, uh, showing people like multiple pictures because mm-hmm. I'm just so proud of how beautiful she was. So there's indulging, but if it's every time. Right. And they're all kind of the same. Mm -hmm. Especially with Instagram now. Like, I like that people have set up accounts for their babies, and then I see the baby account, and I'm like, oh, baby, cool. Yeah, I also wonder if your friends are cool. Like, I wonder if there's a version where someone could be like, all right, you can show me three pictures. Because I'd be like, okay, let me get the best three. Yeah. You might have to just indulge it for a little bit. But there's also a way to be like to show that you're kind of not into it. Like, uh-huh, great. I get why she's burned out because four friends have given birth in the past three months. It's just a lot. And each woman is like, this is the biggest thing happening in my right. life. But on your end, you've got four of those. You already have, And you already have kids. I think it's something that you might just have to endure mm. because you would have wanted people to endure for you. And even if you didn't do that, like, this is a huge thing for them. And so they show you a couple pictures. They also, yeah, I you know what? Having just rescued a dog, your mind is, and I can only imagine with a child, like that's all your mind is on. And it's, yeah. so just think if but you were that kind of mom, just let them do it. It's just a point of like, oh, and here's Cramden on the toilet. Did you say Cramden? Yeah. That's my word. And, and uh, I gotta be, I have friends like, that do that and I'm like, I don't care. And it's not, I'm a cold woman. It's just like, this isn't an extraordinary picture. Yeah. It's like, whatever. So, but indulge them and just know that it's less about your reaction and more about them emoting. So you're just really being a good friend. Yeah. You can draw your limits. You don't have to hold the baby. You do not. No. That's fine. You've held your babies. Just tell them, uh, I'm going to, if you give it to me, I'm going to drop it and like, just say okay. it's stone faced. You know what you say? You're just like, I'm okay. And if anybody challenges that, like, you don't owe them a fucking answer. Why would, I wouldn't want someone to hold my cat that didn't want to hold her. Like, I don't want to force it and then you drop it or like. It's such a Larry David response. Like, I'm good. What do you mean you're good? I'm good with the baby. Larry, what do you mean you're good? I don't want to hold the baby. That was a good Susie. Thank you. (laughs) Exactly, right? So you're well within your rights, but the pictures just, it's fine. Yeah. Just, Just get over, just indulge them. Yeah, yeah. 80, what does it take? 80% of life is, like, not doing things that you wanted to, so <laughs> yeah. file this under that. Move on. Anonymous. Dear Eliza, what the hell? I had a well women's visit with a new gyno last week, and while he was poking around in my business, he made the comment, you'd never know you had two kids. Very healthy. He soon after questioned, what are you, a size two on a bad day? I don't want to overreact, but I feel like that was so unprofessional. It made me more than a little uncomfortable. I'm supposed to go back to have an IUD place soon, but I feel like the fact that I'm still thinking about this means I'm not overreacting and I should probably not go back. Thoughts? P.S. He was highly recommended by a lot of women and really did seem to be adept as a physician. I need a good doctor because of health issues, which is the only reason I'm hesitant to cut and run. Oof. Get another doc- get another recommendation. Get another doctor. There's so many doctors There's out so there. There's so many doctors. Uh, the first comment I would be okay with because that he's looking at it clinically. Hopefully, he's not, you I know. Mean. And by the way, at least it wasn't the other way. He wasn't like, ugh, what are you, a size 30? A size, you know, but 
Yeah, I had a therapist once who was highly recommended, very expensive. I only went to one session. And, you know, it's in my nature to, like, joke around. And one time, and he wasn't hitting on me or anything like that. I said something, and he just went, oh, you're cute. Like, because I made a joke, and I was like, we're done. Yeah. I I think sometimes, and this is not all men, like, my husband would never misstep like that. But especially sometimes as they get older, they don't realize that that, while you're spread eagle, naked, maybe you don't want to talk about that stuff. And he's like, what, I'm giving her a compliment. I also think with doctors sometimes it is so clinical. Like maybe he is looking at your weight and everything he's and mm. assessing it. But he wouldn't be to a man like, what are you, he might 15 ways? He might. No, I don't think. He also would be weird if he's giving a gynecological exam to a man. <laughs> but he's uh, like a physician. If know. you are uncomfortable, if you can really unpack like that and you, you decide you're really uncomfortable – Get another recommendation. Yeah. Always, always second opinions. There's always, an IUD is very routine. Literally, I could do it for you. Just come to the studio. I've never had one. I don't know. Uh, it's intense. Yeah, if you're uncomfortable. We are not set up for that in here, no. by the way. <laughs> but we got tables. Oh, we, this new table chairs. is very long. It's a new table. Yeah, uh, if you're not, there's no reason to be uncomfortable. No. We're already uncomfortable with our vaginas, so there's no reason to be uncomfortable while someone's poking around. Ask some other friends what doctor they go to. Yeah, they and there's others. If they're all sharing the same doctor, something's weird. He's having sex with all of them. They're making like a Jeffrey Epstein baby farm. It's also an episode of Law and Order. Get out of there. SVU. John mm-hmm. Stamos. Well, no, that was a different one. John Stamos was having a lot of babies, though. That's fine. It's more common than you think. <laughs> Make Greek great again. <laughs> Greek, Greece. Feel the pulse of the city. Feel the beat of the drum. Feel the bass blow your hair. In Las Vegas, live music delivers much more than sound. It's where music comes alive. With artists like Megan Thee Stallion, Maroon 5, Carrie Underwood, Shania Twain, Babyface, Lionel Richie, and many more. Every show is a playground for your senses. See the full summer lineup at visitlasvegas.com. Treat dad to the good stuff at Nordstrom Rack and save big. Father's Day is Sunday, June 16th, and Nordstrom Rack's got gifts dad will love up to 60% off. Shirts, activewear, watches, cologne, denim, and more. Find amazing deals on Tommy Bahama, Cole Haan, Original Penguin, and Vince. Great brands, great prices. So get to your Nordstrom Rack store now and make dad's day with gifts up to 60% off. Anonymous, my brother is about to go through mediation slash divorce. My soon-to-be ex-sister-in-law isn't aware I know yet. I get a text from her asking for my Netflix login and password. For context, the last time we had texted was two months earlier with me reaching out about a musician we both enjoyed. I've liked her as a person, but I'm fiercely defensive of my family. Also, they have a shared account on my Netflix, in case that didn't seem like a given. Do you know how this works, Eliza? No one share your Netflix. Don't share your Netflix. No, no, like no, like you can have Eliza and then have someone else. Like I'm on my parents' Netflix, oh, yeah. so I have like Emily. Okay, thankfully cool. I've been out of the country, so I have an excuse for not responding. I want to text back something along the lines of email, fuck off a Gmail password. This is really your priority. Is it the right move or should I just keep on ignoring the messages? Uh, Thanks. N- no, that's definitely the right move to just send someone fuck off. No. I mean, but it's like they're getting divorced and she's like, I better get a Netflix password before I but cut she doesn't ties know that they're getting family. divorced. The woman, the the wife, the current wife knows but doesn't know the sister knows yet. So she she knows like I'm cutting and running, but this woman doesn't know yet. I'm going to see if I can get a password off of her before I get out of here. It doesn't seem like that to me. It seems more like she was like, I'm bored at home. Can I use your Netflix? You say I only hand this out to family. And then when she gets served the papers, it'll be an easier uh, thing for her. Oh, I do actually like that. Uh, I don't know. I'm Look, I live in L.A. where you're allowed to just ignore and be like, I never saw the email. I never got the text. That's how most male comics operate. Uh, Okay, so she doesn't know that you know they're getting a divorce. Right. I, I mean, look, it's just a password. Like, you can change it. You have the email account. But it just, I mean, I don't love that this woman is asking for a password when she's leaving this family. Maybe. Yeah, that is weird. Maybe it's amicable. Is it a bad divorce? But still, it's like you don't, guess what? You don't get to benefit Here's anymore. an idea. Get your own fucking Netflix, Emily, everyone. Oh, I, your face. You were like my okay. family. It's so my expensive. Par- I'm on my parents' Netflix, but I gave them my Hulu info, okay. and they were very... Okay, I'm sorry. Your little face that I broke my. I'm sorry. I shouldn't yell at you. That lady can get her own Netflix, right? I mean, 
And you know what? Honestly, look, honesty is the best policy. That being said, I definitely lie to get out of things when people are rude. Um, I did it just recently. Uh, they're getting divorced. You love your brother. There's a version. Ask your brother. Like, are they having a cool divorce? Some people have just yeah. like an amicable divorce. You don't. There's n- being fiercely defensive of your family. Like, you don't know what kind of a nightmare your brother is. Like, you right. don't want to be blind. Ask him. And if he's like, yeah, it's fine. Then it's it's really just more weird. Well, and, okay, I think it's fair to say because my, I'm on my parents' account, so it's them, me, my sister, and then their neighbor. And so them <laughs> and my squirrel. them and my neighbor will – and their neighbor will constantly be on it. And if two people are on it, I can't be on it. And yeah. it'll, like, tell me what they're watching. So I think it's totally fair to say, like, ugh, like, I haven't been able to watch stuff, so I'm just starting clean, you know, like – I think that that's not unreasonable to be like, I'm not giving anyone my password anymore. Didn't you say they're heading into mediation? Because this would be well, a great says, thing to bring up. Okay, 16A, <laughs> Netflix password. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you... Look, I don't know your relationship before, but it, it, we don't need to be sharing Netflix passwords. And no. be like, you guys, it's done. She's a grown woman. Yeah. She can get her own... Just be like, you guys are getting a divorce. I kind of don't want to be in the middle of anything. Sorry, yeah. period. Don't respond. Women need to understand the power of an absolute statement. I had somebody ask me to do a show uh, that was, like, on the west side the other day. Mm -hmm. And I said maybe I could do it because I thought I'd be over there. And they were like, hey, just following up on this show. And I was like, oh, I... I can't do it. And they were like, really? Because it starts at 8.30. And I just wrote back, I'm unable to make it at this time, period. I closed the chat. I was done. Mm -hmm. You don't need to stick around, answer. Like, there is power in being like, here's my definitive sentence, period, goodbye. Mm -hmm. Think of, there are plenty of people that do that. And then there's just no further conversation. You're allowed to just be done with a conversation, especially when you have all the power. Yeah. You're done. I'm not interested in negotiating. So many people are like, but wait, counterpoint. You're like, no counterpoint. Done. Yeah. It's my password. It's my account. Go raise, what is it, $30 a month? Like, she... <laughs> How much is Netflix? I don't know. It's like 15 Whatever. She doesn't need your password. No. You're not in the family anymore. You're done. No. I, really I think the algorithm iTunes. tracks uh, unique impressions, too. So get your own and then go watch Unveiled. There you go. <laughs> Thank get those you. numbers up. At least someone's looking out for me. Oh, okay. Related to that, at KL Beard, I need to know, because I was rewatching Confirmed Kills, how does one direct a stand-up special? Bobcat is great, big fan, but how does one direct for a recorded stand-up special written and performed by Eliza? Oh. Does the comedian get notes? Also, very much a sidebar, the dress his daughter designed was epic on Blanche. May she rest in trees. Thank you so much. Yes, Bobcat Goldthwait uh, directed job. Confirmed Kills. So, his daughter has made Blanche a couple dresses. Yeah, so... There's every comic does specials their own way. Um, I guess it's more of a technical director position because he and I, as with the director for my last one, we have no conversations about performance. Mm-hmm. I arrived that day. They're really there to make sure that they get beautiful shots and they're directing and orchestrating everything going on there and making sure that we are close when we need to be and that we have coverage on a wide shot and that we're pushing in, you know, kind of like when someone produces like a TV show. Mm -hmm. So it's that kind of directing. But there's no uh, conversation with me about, and never has been with any of my directors, about performance or timing. Mm -hmm. But like for the last one, the director I had, you know, he's like, you'll come out here, here's where the fire is, then you'll come out, then we'll begin. Mm -hmm. But it's not um, a performance-based direct. Mm -hmm. So that's... That's the answer. It's more uh, about getting all the beautiful coverage and orchestrating everything. Okay. Yeah. Pop right. into the crowd and go, hey, you look like you just smelled a fart. Pep it up. <laughs> Pep it up. We're doing a two minutes long audience shot right on one person. <laughs> Trying to get coverage here. You get see that, that in specials sometimes. And just stay on one person. I'm featured at a special, not yours. Was it Jen Kirkman's? Uh, Morgan Murphy's that was at Nerd Mount before that closed. I was in the front row. <laughs> I could. I could see that. She's like, before I was a fan, I was a fan. <laughs> Anonymous. Hi, Eliza. Baby arm. Hot Scotty. Apologizing in advance for this meaty context. I received a letter from my ex-girlfriend apologizing for the way she treated me in our relationship. For are, are you a dude or a chick? I'm pretty sure it's a girl. Okay. For context, she struggled with her identity and kept me a secret from her friends and family and only acknowledged our relationship in private. I later found out she told people she was single and cheated on me regularly. Ugh. She made me feel like an insane asshole for ever questioning her actions or the relationship dynamic. She always made me feel like I was at fault. I get this letter a year and a half later after finally starting to heal from this whole thing. 
I've recently met someone new and I'm very happy. In addition to the apology, she asked if I'd be willing to get coffee with her sometime and even gave me a $50 Starbucks gift card for my birthday slash graduation slash who knows. I'm happy she's working on herself, but I don't want to talk to her. How do I reply? Should I keep the gift card? Yes, you should definitely keep that really? sweet, sweet gift card. 100% keep the What are you going to do? Send it back and then start a correspondence? I would send it back as like a no, thank you. Fine, nice whatever. Life. It doesn't but, really matter no. because the point is – it's it's your choice. Mm-hmm. Um, I am all for. Look, it's not like you were married to this person. Mm-hmm. This was a relationship where she was either. I wonder. I wonder if you're a girl. Is she now dating a woman? Like, I wonder if she was hiding the fact that she was a lesbian, or if it's just like she was just hiding you. It sounds like it was her identity that Are she you was sure hiding that's not that she a boy? was a lesbian. I'm pretty positive that it's a girl. Okay. Well, it doesn't really matter, I guess, because. Whether you're hiding the fact that you're a lesbian or just hiding you or whatever, what this person did was immature and super selfish. Mm-hmm. There are versions of programs, like if somebody's like in Alcoholics Anonymous or in, with like a drug addiction where you... Tofu, no! Sorry, a dude popped in and she doesn't like dudes. Jeez, no. <laughs> Don't pop in my studio! Probably telling us that our guest is here. Yeah. Okay, well, that's not a dude. It's a woman. Sorry. But a man came in and said, Okay, a woman came in. Is okay here. listen to me. Continue. There are versions where you know you have to make amends and like part of your recovery is apologizing. Mm-hmm. And so while it's very much on them, like, oh, this is part of what I'm doing, it sounds like your ex-girlfriend is doing some growing yeah. and whatever and, and and that's great. You don't have to be part of that. What mm-hmm. they did was really horrible and rude. If you want closure, it's there for you. But if you really deep down feel that you've moved on, you don't need this. Do not sit down with them. You don't yeah. have to be part of their healing. The $50 gift card thing is fucking weird. It's like they're trying to buy a meeting. Yeah. If they send it to you in the mail, you just keep it. You'd be like, I never got the letter or whatever. Or just send it back. Sending it back is more of a statement. Yeah. It's just a gift card from Starbucks. Right. Not, like, I'm uh, glad that you're that you're reaching a better place. I have moved on. I have moved on know. so fast because I've had so much coffee. Uh, I personally, it would depend on the type of relationship. If you need that closure... But you seems like you already have it. You kind of know they were gaslighting you and that they lied. Right. And oftentimes, it's not really any deeper than that. Like, the person was just a dick and they were young and that's it. Yeah. What are you going to do? See them and be like, oh, I really did love them. Okay, let's stay friends on Facebook. You're seeing someone. I doubt your significant other would, like, love if you met up with that person. Right. So just move. I, I, I would move on. Yeah. And that's the final fuck you. Like, no, I'm not going to be a part of your healing mm-hmm. and your journey of self-discovery anymore. Mm-hmm. Thank you for breaking up with me. I will have uh, an umquat oats bowl. Anonymous. Hi, Eliza. I just got married a few weeks ago, the same week that your Unveiled special came out. I watched twice in one week. And I have a question about some friends who attended who are twins. We will call them twin one and twin two. I've known them since high school, invited them to the wedding, and they both RSVP'd yes. A few months before the wedding, twin one asked if her boyfriend of one month could come to the wedding. Ew. I was polite and said we were still waiting on RSVPs to come in from other guests, but if we had room, we could squeeze them in. Once we got all our RSVPs in, we were over our headcount, so I texted to let her know. Unfortunately, we would not be able to accommodate him, and then she never texted back. Ew! So naturally, I went to Instagram to investigate, noticed they no longer followed each other, quick text to a mutual friend, confirmed they had broken up. Fast forward to the wedding day, and at the reception, I noticed that only twin one is there. Uh, Luckily, I was buzzed enough that I didn't really inquire much about twin two. Wait. So twin one was the one with the 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 boyfriend. boyfriend. So twin one showed up. Twin one. After my husband and I got oh, back I know where to the this honeymoon, is going. I texted the mutual friend and asked where twin two was. She, she with said the boyfriend. she was driving from Denver and had her mom and dog with her. I did not understand this at all. Twin two did not send a text saying she couldn't make it to the wedding or any explanation. My husband and I also discovered we did not receive a gift from either of them. IDK Eliza, how do you handle this? Because I'm at a loss right now. So as far as I'm concerned, twin one is no longer a problem. Besides uh, no, the but gift. you know what? Twin one is also rude. That was rude. They That's shouldn't have done rude, that. I but hate she that. showed up. But Whatever. Showed up, no gift, but showed up. Let's uh, give him a twelve on the on the gift. We've talked right. about. Yeah, that. you get a yeah. year, but most yeah. people don't know that. Yeah, they're just rude. Twin two, this person is dead to you. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, we've they're had people driving with a dog. I don't even know what that fucking. <laughs> I means. don't either. And both of them seem really bad at communicating. Yeah. <laughs> you're done. Yeah, you're done. And you know what? If you want to bring it up, you're well within your rights. But th- what you don't need you're to. like, I don't know. You're not friends with them. No. Marriage is a great marker to, like, shed some tacky friends. I did Mm -hmm. after my wedding. People show you who they really are. 
And she might be super embarrassed, but a true friend would be like, I am so sorry. Here's what happened. Yeah. And the fact that she hasn't reached out, she might just be embarrassed. You're done. Move on. That's what you do. And you know what? Fucking throw twin one out also. Yeah, you don't need them. Mm -mm. Can I bring my boyfriend? No, it didn't say plus one. No. And then you don't write back to me? No, I went to a wedding Ugh. where I was offered a plus. She was my my friend was like, if you want to bring someone because I know you don't know anyone, there. I was like, I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna do that just to fill up a space. I'll I make friends. I didn't give you a plus one. I was like, I need you here by yourself. Well, I was busy at your wedding, but well, unfortunately. <laughs> okay, are you ready for top of the cop? Hit it. It's the top of the cop. We're doing it right every day. You just take a bite. Top, top of the cop. I think we all know my top of the cob is my new jumbo lump crab meat. Fully Chinese dog, mm-hmm. Tian Fu, known in the streets as Tofu. Mm-hmm. For those of you that don't know, uh, a few days ago, I adopted a dog. She's all over my Instagram. I was making candy, as I do every year for the employees of various comedy clubs as a thank you, mm-hmm. which always backfires because I go to the comedy store party and I say, do you work here? Because out of uniform, it's kind of hard to remember every waitress, every server. 100 people work at the comedy store. And, and, 100 people, and I inevitably offend some piece of shit that's like, actually, I'm a comic. And I'm like, no. Okay, okay. I was just trying to give out candy, you turd. Yep. Anyway, I Top ran out of, of sugar. Com. Hold on. I ran out of sugar. Smokey Husky bought me sugar, but he used some of it, so I needed more. Mm-hmm. And I went down to the store just to grab some sugar, as I do all the time. And there was a Chinese lady there with two beagles and a gorgeous husky. And I thought, I'm going to get this husky. I'm going to be the girl that has a big dog. Ugh. And it's not going to be a pit bull. It's going to be a husky. And then I felt the dog's spine, and it weighed about 30 pounds. And I was like, this is too big. It was a beautiful animal. And I'm like, oh, maybe I get a beagle. Okay, you know what? Not today. And then the Chinese lady was like, I have more dogs in my car. And I go to the car, and there were like six rescue dogs. And there was this dog in the back. And I was like, can I hold that one? I could tell the temperament had like a blanched temperament. Mm-hmm. And I picked it up, and I was like, what's the dog's name? She's like, Tian Fu. And I was like, well, we're going to change that. And I started crying. And I now have... A fully Chinese dog. I took her to the vet and everything. She's fine. And I thought we were going to change the name. But Tianfu to me is so ridiculous and long. We kept it. Sometimes we call her Tofu. Yeah, and she, she can be both. It's different than Blanche. But she's very melty and very sweet. And they abused her in the mouth. But I make sure to kiss her mouth. And I love her. I don't know if I love her yet. Well, How surprised was your husband when you came back from that little sugar I run? didn't. I texted him the whole time I was updating him. And then he comes home. He's like, who's this? And she immediately started growling. She's like this tiny little growler. But we're spending a lot of money on uh, lessons to break her of that habit. So my top of the cob is Tian Fu with her Chinese body. Emily? Yeah. My top of the cob is, okay. Who this are is you texting? Come out, it's work. This it's is Domino's. Come out, you said uh, it's work? This is your work. This is going to come out uh, in 2020. And I bought it. I was like, oh, she's at work, so I don't want to <laughs> get in the way of your job. You really did back off for a second. I did. This is coming out in 2020. I don't care. Uh, it is 2019 when we record this. I'm so excited to go home mm. and see my family, but. Uh, put on PJs, and chill. Oh. Uh, I'm going to miss Gracie, but but it'll Fucker. be okay. Oh. I thought you were going to be like, but— Student on 20, but there's a movie. It's got Tara Reid and a couch. It's called Couch Shark. No, I'm really excited to go home. It's going to be nice. And I'm flying out of Burbank Airport for the first time ever <sighs> because that everything happening really? at LAX made me so nervous. So. It's like flying out of a living room. It's awesome. It's my first time. I'm excited. Excited for it's you. Great. It sounds great. Yeah. My bottom of the cob uh-huh. is when men say, you mad? No man, listen to me, this is going in my new hour, no man has ever asked a woman, you mad, with not with the intention of making her more mad. Yeah. Online, you mad? You mad, bro? Why you look mad? I'm like, why does it matter? Because it doesn't get you hard? Who cares oh. if I'm mad? You're allowed to be mad as a girl. Yeah. So don't fuck, you know, now I'm going to get all these DMs, but like, you mad, just know it's a beta move and it makes it look like you just don't know how to talk to women. Right. If and you're by the ever, way, if I'm mad, it's not at you because you're insignificant. I'm mad about something real, like the environment. If you're talking change. to a real person and you're wondering about their temperament, a simple like, hey, how are you, will do. Don't assume anything about how they're feeling. Like, why are, why are you so mad? A comic like, did no. it last night. He was like, you mad? And I just, and I said something else. And he's like, but, I go, what did you say? He was like, oh, you just, and he changed. He goes, you just seem uh, weird about something. And I was Ugh. like, oh, yeah, I had a bad day. Yeah. Like, I made them rephrase it like a fucking human. Don't talk yeah. to me like a meme. Piece of shit. It's a sister comment to calm down. Ugh. Oh, Michelle and I hate that so much. Take. I like take it easy though. I tell Tofu take it easy. Uh, uh, 
my bottom of the cob is going home. I don't want to sit in my pajamas. Even though I love Grace and Mister so much, I got smacked in the mouth twice last night with a claw. My lip was bleeding. It was like 2 a.m. And I don't know what she wanted from me. I was like, please get under the covers. No, that's not what you want. I'll pet you. No, that's not. I did everything I could. And I just got hit with a knife of a claw right in my lips. She saw you packing those bags. <laughs> she, she might know. She might know. Gracie's not the warmest. No, but I love her so much. That's okay. Well, so if you're a dude out there that wants to treat a woman okay and was available. <laughs> I understand the feeling when you love something so much. Uh, tofu is not cool about where she pees and she growls at my husband. But I working do on it. We're working on it. That's the episode today, folks. I think we answered some good ones. Yeah, and we still got a lot more. Guys, again, feel free to always DM at Ask Eliza. I do accumulate them, and, and we will get to what we can get to. And that's the, that's the cob. Those are the cobs. Welcome to 2020. It's the end of a decade. We all wore weird clothes in the early aughts. Go Avril Lavigne. Bye-bye. Escape to Ocean City, Maryland, and discover a place that just feels lighter, where every day feels like Saturday and French fries are a food group, where flip-flops are always in fashion and seafood is always in season, where the boardwalk is bustling and the beach is right outside your door, where you can rise with the tide and feel like a kid again. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com. Today's top story, the flavor merger of the century between the Peanut Butter Group and Chocolatey Corp. Joining me is a PBC executive. Thanks for having me, Barry. Now, how did you know the merger and the byproduct of it, Jif peanut butter and chocolate-flavored spread, would be a success? You know, it was a gut feeling, a rumbling, if you will. Besides, they're two titans of taste. Very true. Goes great with pretzels. And pancakes. Apples, too, I bet. Try Jif PBC today.